This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM is starting to fill its job openings. Federal employees explain how many hours they spend on work that could maybe be automated. And contractors are trying to figure out if the president's Buy American executive order will do any good. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management is staffing up again with new political appointees. The Biden administration announced 14 new appointees who will join OPM. 85% of them identify as women, people of color, or LGBTQ. Many are Obama-era veterans. Chris Canning is a former OPM senior advisor and will be the agency's new chief of staff. Margot Conrad spent 15 years at the Partnership for Public Service and will lead the Chief Human Capital Officers Council. And Rob Shriver worked at the agency during the Obama administration and will lead an important workforce policy shop at OPM. Biden has not yet announced his nominee. Biden has not yet announced his nominee to be the OPM director, though. The Office of Management and Budget wants agencies to revisit their COVID-19 workforce plans. Here's Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. OMB says agencies should use telework to the maximum extent possible while COVID-19 transmission rates are high. Office occupancy rates should stay at 25 percent the normal capacity. The directions are all part of the administration's efforts to implement President Biden's new mask mandate. OMB wants agencies to review their staffing plans and create new COVID coordination teams. Those teams will work with the new government-wide safety task force to enforce mask mandates and act on a coming testing plan for the federal workforce. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. Over a third of federal employees say they spent as many as five hours out of their work week doing low-value or tedious work. A survey by the General Services Administration asked 245,000 employees of COFECT agencies to estimate the amount of time they spend on this type of activity during their typical 40-hour work week. The goal of the survey was to see how much work could be moved to robotics process automation software. The Department of Health and Human Services launches its first agency strategy for artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The strategy will stand up a community of practice to expand AI use cases at the agency and oversee the rollout of AI in the healthcare industry. The Food and Drug Administration is developing a regulatory framework to vet AI and machine learning software for healthcare uses. Meanwhile, the National Institutes of Health have invested in AI research to analyze medical images. The strategy stems from an executive order signed by President Donald Trump to build trust in AI algorithms. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. When your agency has a change in leadership, its website needs to be updated to say so. The state and transportation departments did not do that, and the Government Accountability Office has ruled that they violated the Federal Vacancies Reform Act in the process. In both cases, the website showed acting officials were in their politically appointed positions for much longer than the 210 days the Vacancies Act allows for. Both departments say the website issues were mere mistakes. Federal contractors assess whether the Biden administration's Buy American executive order will have any practical effects. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The EO comes just days after new Buy American rules developed during the Trump administration went into effect. Among other things, they raised the U.S. content required of manufactured goods from the old standard of 50 percent to 55 percent. 
The Biden proposal calls for a tightened waiver process and establishes a White House by American overseer. Contractors wonder what they and agencies will have to do when certain products don't have a 55% American alternative. I'm Tom Temin. Military contractors may have been overpaid by hundreds of millions of dollars because of unclear policies at the Defense Department. We get more from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Several House committees have a deal on how they'll handle the work of legislating and authorizing the Department of Homeland Security. The House Homeland Security Committee signed an agreement with the chairman of nine other committees. The chairman agreed they'd collaborate on an authorization bill for DHS and other legislation for the department's subcomponents. The Homeland Security Committee will take the lead on that legislation, but the agreement did not expand jurisdiction for the House Homeland Security Committee. That's been a long priority for past Homeland Security chairman and current leader Benny Thompson. DOD's rollout of its cybersecurity maturity model certification standards is picking up steam. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Navy and the Defense Logistics Agency are running CMMC Pathfinders with private sector assessors. There's 100 assessors who have gone through the training course, and the CMMC accreditation body has approved 41 third-party assessment organizations, or 3PAOs, and have another 30 in the process. These are the signs that the Pentagon's supply chain risk management effort is accelerating. DOD expects to put CMMC standards in 10 requests for information this spring and estimates about 1,500 contractors will need to achieve at least a level one certification in the first year. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. President Joe Biden names a new head to the Postal Services Regulatory Agency. Michael Kumbianda will serve as chairman of the Postal Regulatory Commission after serving as its second in command. He'll take over for Robert Taub, who's held the job for more than six years. The PRC approves changes in postage rates proposed by the Postal Service and oversees USPS compliance with its legal mandates. And the National Nuclear Security Administration will host another virtual job fair tomorrow. NNSA is looking for about 2,000 new employees to join its federal and contractor workforce. The nuclear security enterprise is looking for engineers, cybersecurity specialists, attorneys, scientists, and others at its labs, plants, and other sites. Those who are interested in attending will chat one-on-one with federal and contractor hiring managers and HR specialists. They'll also visit virtual hiring booths and have the opportunity to submit resumes on the spot. And NSA says it'll conduct follow-up interviews in the days following the virtual event. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.